All right, podcast number 130. Tonight, we're going to be talking about when she thinks that she's better than you. Now, the inspiration for tonight's podcast came from a Patreon member who actually had asked a question, and he's having trouble with his dynamics, and his girlfriend thinks that she's better than him. And he basically was trying to ask me, what can he do to turn those dynamics around? So that's what we're going to be getting into tonight. Right now, we're going to play J.O. Compete, and right after we play J.O. Compete, we're going to get into the podcast and answer some of your questions. So don't you go anywhere. Stay right there. Grab your popcorn. Grab your chips. Grab your drink. Whatever it is. We're in for a good one tonight. J.O. Compete. Pardon me. Chewing on some skills. You know, your boy fasting, so I'm trying to eat as much as I can while I can during the month of Ramadan. Shout out to everybody out there that is participating. Um, But let's get into tonight's episode. So 
when she thinks that she's better than you. To have a better understanding before we get into this topic, let's talk about women hypergamy. Hypergamy, however you want to define it, however you want to say it. Now, you got to understand a woman's mindset, the hypergamy, what it is. Some women are a lot more hypergamous than others, but the whole hypergamous mindset stems from this, this instinctual thing where a woman has this innate ability to want to seek the best possible viable option that she can get in a man. And some people who believe in that whole darn evolutionary thing, they take it back to that where you see back where we weren't in, I don't think it's, I don't want to say caveman times, because I don't believe we came from that, but it's more of a level of consciousness. They say when we were hunters and gatherers, right? You know, a woman would want to have a very strong man, a very fit man, the one that is going to give her the best offspring, right? So it is innate ability, it's innate in her for her to get the best viable option in a man that she can get. Now, um, usually women, and it's said this way, and this is probably not the preferable way to put it, but you know, they're always going to go for the best option. So, you know what I'm saying? If a girl has a guy who she may like and she may know he's not the best option, but a guy comes along that she may think is better and then she may go for this guy. And it's said that women usually go for a guy who they think is better than them. Now, they might not like it being said that way, but when you look at it, uh, they always say, I'm never going to date a guy who's mating, making less than me, or he has to be doing something. He either has to be making more than me or just as much as me, right? And um, this is why you see statistically, you know, 80% or 90% of women want 15% of men who make the most money in the country, right? There's a direct correlation with that. Now, I had to explain that for people who don't understand Let's get into a video earlier that I did. Uh, a Patreon member was describing his situation, and he has a struggle with his power dynamics. Uh, let's play it, and then we'll get into breaking it down and a little more, because I really thought this was a really good topic, but I couldn't do too much in three minutes, although I hear TikTok is doing 10-minute videos now. But let's play the video. All right, so we got a Patreon member here. He says, hey, man, uh, been with my girl for a year, and then we broke up for about eight months and then got back together about a year ago and uh, been together since. I really feel like she thinks she's better than me and she's the prize and that if I do anything wrong, she's going to leave me and get emotional and gets emotional and says that I don't care enough about her when asking about day to day things, how I do switch this how do I switch this around? Right, you got to use periods in your sentences. <laughs> says, how do I switch this around? And she's obsessed with me. How do I switch this around that she's obsessed with me? And the end of the day, I will <clears throat> have the power to stay with her or leave with her. Well, first of all, you have to actually listen. Whenever somebody says they're going to leave you, you say, okay. Um, I respect your decision. I understand why. You don't argue with her. You don't try to reason with her. You can't use logic with one. Remember, you can never change your mind. You can only change your emotions, right? So that means you're not going to get her to comply by logic. 
logic doesn't work with a woman, right? Uh, they're emotional creatures. So you have to learn to gauge her emotions. And when she says, oh, I'm going to leave you. If you don't do this, I'm going to leave you. You say, okay, well, you know what? Then leave, leave. And you don't look back. And if she does fake break up with you and leave you, and you know, it's a, uh, it's a game of chicken. You don't text her. You don't call her. I don't care how much time passed because she may have pride and she may be hurting on the inside, but she thinks you're going to break. I don't care if it takes a week, two weeks. Don't. No, because if she really loves you, it's not going to serve you. She's not going to leave you for it. That's first and foremost. Now, as far as as far as far it goes. Now, I want to get into this. And to be fair, guys, when I'm reading these messages that I get on Patreon, a lot, I know a lot of you guys are a lot younger, but the spelling is so chopped, to be fair. I know you motherfuckers probably be like, oh, this nigga can't read. No, I read perfectly fine. <laughs> I'm trying to... Uh, read it in a way where it makes sense and i'm not trying to you know say how they spelled it i'm trying to make sense of it no that's why it's a bit of a struggle but this guy is having a bit of a struggle and it's because he he's not conveying higher value in his relationship now you don't have to say oh i'm better than you i you don't have to flash your stuff because that may come back to bite you when when you are in a relationship, especially when you go on a first date, you don't want to necessarily brag. Um, but when a female feels as if she's better than you, that's when the disrespect starts starts to happen. And really, it only continued. It only continues to happen because you let you let it. For example, you know when a girl starts to uh, you know talk to you crazy say this and say that. And then guys come to me and says, yo, KB, I don't like the way my girl speaks to me. I don't like the way she does this. And I don't like the way she does that. Well, ultimately, this is a situation that you brought along yourself. The problem is a lot of guys don't know how to fix it. A lot of guys don't know where to go from it. A lot of you guys are currently in a situation where you don't even know you're being disrespected. I remember actually not too long ago. This is not a girl I'm talking about. It's just a friend. And, um, she said, oh, I had legit just a friend, too. She said, I just came from the doctor. And I was like, and she was like, I'm feeling sad. I'm like, bitch, you feeling sad? You just came from the doctor. What happened? You got an STD? And that's what I'm thinking. Because that's what most people would think. Like, she it sounds like she got some bad news. But uh, that wasn't the case. The case, she actually has an ulcer. And they had to put on some medication. But I'm just like, damn, like, that's what I'm thinking. And then she got upset. And what she said to me was, she said, you say some stupid shit. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> I say, what? So, you know, right away, I checked it. It doesn't matter if she's not my girl. It doesn't matter. She's a friend. Nobody disrespects me. The only person that gets away with talking to me like that is my mother. So what did I do? I checked her right then and there. I said, whoa, whoa, time out, time out. I don't give a fuck about none of this conversation. I don't care about none of this conversation anymore. Do me a favor. Don't ever talk to me again like that in your life. And she was like, oh, well, you know, I don't I feel like that's not something you ask somebody. That's not something you say to somebody. Oh, you're mad disrespectful to no, 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 no. So I shut that all down. And how did I shut that down? I said, listen. And then she was like, well, you don't know me that well. And if you don't know me that well, you shouldn't be speaking to me. OK, cool. Perfect. If you're going to use that logic, let's use that logic. If you're saying that I don't know you that well. Right. And you're saying that. Oh, I don't know you that well to be saying things like that. And you think that's disrespectful. That's not the way you go about that. If somebody says something to you that you don't like, how you go about that is in a calm, respectful manner. You say, hey, KB, um, I understand you're probably joking and you're probably not serious, but please don't talk to me like that. 
I, I would I would appreciate it if you didn't talk to me like that. I found that to be very disrespectful. Um, I didn't like the way that came off. Um, I know you don't know me too well, but I find those kinds of things disrespectful. Please don't do it again. I'm asking you in a nice, calm, respectful manner. But that's not how she came off. She came off with brute force and disrespect. And I explained that to her, just like I explained to you guys. If you had a problem, that's how you address it. You don't come out and tell me I'm saying stupid shit. Then I proceeded. Uh, before you even got to that explanation, I didn't talk to the girl for like mad long, like maybe two weeks. But it doesn't matter. She's not my girl. So there's no there's no like uh, sense of urgency there. But the girl still hit me up. Clearly, it's a girl that likes me, but I'm not. I have way too much going on in life. So I'm really not that interested. And so she hit me back and she was like, hey, um, tried to talk about something else, like replying to my story. And I'm just like, yo, like, what are you doing? Like, I'm really not in the mood to talk to you. But then we talked it out and she was like, you know what? You're right. That does make sense the way you explained it. But the point is, the guys who are in a relationship with these girls, they don't do things like that. They don't do a lot of things. So, and, and that's ultimately how you convey higher value. There's different, there's a lot of different ways of conveying higher value. It's how you conduct yourself, um, how you like go about things on a date. If you're always supplicating, trying to be super nice, worried about not making a girl upset. These are things that you do from the very beginning. And a lot of that shit stems from you listening to a girl. Oh, come open my door. Open my door. Listen. You, I may open your door for your birthday. That's about it. And that's not even, and it may be circumstantial. Maybe if I have the umbrella and you don't have one, and I know maybe your hair's all done up and you're looking nice, so maybe I want to hold the umbrella for you. Other than that, that's not going to happen. I don't open it because you have two perfectly working good hands. Unless you have some circumstances where you can't use your hands or your arms in a brace or you, you're using crutches. Other than that, there's nothing wrong with your hands. And if you're that bad condition, you don't need to be going on a date. But, you know, it's little things like that. Oh, you have to treat her nice. You have to buy her. She's mad at you. Go buy her flowers. No, that's exactly what you don't do. Learn from Will and Jada. You don't do that. If she's mad at you and she's not, she's ignoring you, you give her her space and let her be mad. And then when she's ready to talk like a grown adult, then she will talk about her problems. You don't run and say, oh, baby, please, here, take these flowers. Let me cater to you and supplicate to you. Yes, please, please accept my apologies. And a lot of the times where guys are trying to apologize to the girls, it's a it's situations where they're not really wrong. It'd be when I'm talking to guys on the phone, it'd be situations where like, oh, he didn't he didn't ask her what was wrong and she was on her period and he didn't buy her flowers or tampons. Like, are you stupid? It'd be silly situations like, oh, um, I didn't. The last one I think was a guy told me his girlfriend was mad because he didn't post her on his on his Instagram page for their anniversary. Like, are you serious? And mind you, he never posted her. But then, like, they get information from your parents, and you know, your parents, you should respect your parents. And you would think that this information coming from your parents will be respectable advice, but it's not. Your mom tells you, oh, go buy a flower. No. Because now you're setting a standard that you don't want. If you don't want to post somebody on your page, you don't have to. That is your page. Especially if you've never done it. That doesn't mean you don't care. That doesn't mean you love her less. That doesn't mean that you're not in love with her. I just don't want to post you. It is my page. You're not entitled to my page. So if, if it's my page, that's how I'm going to run it. 
But then you end up apologizing for things like that. And then you wonder why she feels as if she's better than you. You know, even if there's an illusion that, you know, the girl feels as if, okay, well, I'm, we're equals. Okay, cool. That's fine. We're equals in the, in the eyes of God. <laughs> that's how I like to say because that's true. But it, it's not, it's not a position you want to be in. It's not. And when, usually when I see dynamics like this, that type of relationship, it takes a long time to turn around. And I've turned it around. I did it about several, several or 10 times with guys who do coaching, but it takes time and it's expensive because you're paying for coaching every month. Um, or either that or the situation turns around and you're completely done with them. It's either it turns around or that, that situation is on its way out the door. But usually when you change your mindset and you change it around right away and the girl's like so surprised, like who the hell is this person? She's intrigued. And not only she's intrigued, eventually she becomes turns on. Eventually she turns, she becomes turns on because it's like you're finally sticking up to her. So how do you how do you convey higher value in your relationship to begin with? You know, one, you know, don't obviously you don't want to deal with disrespectful behavior. More or less, a lot of the times you want to do what you want, but you want to be just, you want to be reasonable. You want to be reasonable. Like say if you know, if your girl's like, oh, check in with me, hit me when you get home or text me when you get home and you don't text her. So little things like that. And I get that all the time, but like, I genuinely forget. And it's not that big of a deal. But most of you guys, oh, oh, I forgot to text. Hey, babe, I got home. Oh, sorry, it's so late. And then she gets mad at you. Oh, babe, I'm sorry. No. Why didn't you text me? You got, oh, it's not that big of a deal. Calm down. Oh, I don't care. She's trying to, right, you know what? You're yelling. You're being disrespectful. I'm going to call you back. Boom. Because your willingness to care, to care less for situations that don't need to be, um, you know, exploded or blown up, that's conveying higher value. Number one, polarizing your relationship, learning to polarize your relationship. What did it, what does it mean to polarize your relationship? Now, this is something you guys need to be doing at the very beginning. Like, for example, when you're on a date and you're on a date, let's say if you're on a date with a super hot girl, or you're just on a date that you just want to go really well. And you're like, oh my God, yo, I hear this all the time from guys. Yo, KB, I really like this girl. I want to be with her so bad. I have it like she's so fire. She's so fire, bro. I don't want to like, I don't want to mess this up. So what do you do? You're trying to be super nice. You're complimenting her. Uh, you're agreeing with everything she says. You're not trying to disagree at all, but that becomes a problem. And why does that become a problem? Because you're supplicating to her. This is, especially if she's like an eight, nine or 10, this is something that she's used to. It's something that she's used to hearing. And ha that's how you become in the friend zone. Why? Because if there's something she's used to hearing and she knows she's beautiful, she hears it all the time, or she knows she has a nice body or whatever it is, you're just falling into the category with the rest of the other guys who give her these compliments on the daily. Listen, I have a friend, right? She just she just made a uh, legit friend. She just made, uh, uh, what was it? I'm not sure if it was, I think it was a, one of these dating apps. Not even having it 48 hours, the girl had 7,000 likes. I kid you not. If I had a screenshot of it, I'll show you guys. And mind you, she's not that hot. She's not. And honestly, she's a little chubby. Had 7,000 likes. And and honestly, when it comes to things like that, it, it kind of turns you off. Well, it kind of turns me off. I even want to even look at a dating app. Because 
to even get that kind of girl's attention. She's going to go for the best viable option. That means somebody who has money or extremely good looking because those profiles are superficial. So you finally get a girl out like this. She knows she has tons of options and you're giving her compliments along with the 7,000 other guys who she has as options. What is new with you? You have to learn to polarize your relationship. So if she says something and she'd be like, oh, well, I hate watching fights or I hate UFC. I hate boxing. You know you love watching boxing. You say, oh, that's a terrible thing because I love watching fights. Actually, when we leave this date, I'm probably going to go watch a fight. Because you're polarizing. You're not trying to supplicate to her. She can say, oh, this guy's pretty authentic. He's not trying to kiss my ass. He's not doing all what all the other guys are doing. Polarizing. Not being afraid to disagree, but doesn't mean you're necessarily going to be an a-hole about it, right? But just... It's okay to disagree. It's okay to challenge people sometimes. Now, number two, how do you convey high value more in your relationship? Checking disrespect. And and, and this is why I said, make sure you guys listen to the last podcast um, when it's, you know, what, what was it? Uh, stopping her manipulation te- techniques because a lot of this goes into that. Um, but checking the disrespect, obviously, when she says something disrespectful, for the first time you say, whoa, 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 hey, keep it classy. Like if you guys are talking, she was like, oh, you're, you're mad stupid. Like even if she's joking, like, oh, keep it classy, chill. But if she does it again, um, oh, you're mad. You're you're a bozo. You're a bozo. Whoa, 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 chill. Don't listen. Don't talk to me like that. One of the classic lines girls say, oh, I was just joking. You know, you're like, oh, that's fine. You can joke, but I don't joke like that. It's okay if you joke with me. Don't joke with me like that. I'll appreciate it because if I'm speaking to you with respect, Please talk to me with that same respect. And then you'll find a lot of times girls like that. It really turns them on sometimes. Um, now, a big one is caring less. Uh, I remember about a month ago, I had a coaching client. I fixed the situation, but then they got into marriage and it was a whole different situation. So that didn't go as planned. I did what I had to do. But a lot of you guys care too much. So if you say like your girl... She gets mad at you and she doesn't want to talk to you. She's like, oh, my God, you don't care. You allow yourself to be manipulated. Why? Because you care too much. Or uh, she's feeling bad because, like I said, you didn't post her or something. You're like, yo, KB, what do I do? I feel so bad. She She's mad right now. Listen, it's okay. You got to think about things from a balanced standpoint. If she's mad about something, you got to think, well, is it detrimental to her health? Uh, is she going to die? Um is this going to be detrimental to our relationship? No. So what do you say? It's okay. She'll get over it. She'll be fine. And you got to stop. Just, you guys, you can't cater to every little thing a female says. A lot of times females be saying shit that they don't even mean. They don't even mean the things half the times they say it. Right? And the problem is you guys try to cater to every little thing. You try to pander to every little thing. You got to take a step back, look at the situation objectively and say, is this something I should cater to? Is this something I should give my energy to? No. A lot of the times you guys care too much, too much. And I would say this and uh, it's, I I feel like it stands true 90% of the time, not a hundred percent of the time, but usually the person in, in not necessarily just caring less, but the person who shows care less or even pretends to care less, because I know a lot of guys who I tell to do this and they care and they love their girls just as much, but they put up a good poker face and they play chicken a lot. 
And even if you're perceived as caring less, you usually hold the power in a relationship. And a lot of times it, it doesn't even have to be that serious. You could just be a lot more calm and don't panic. And it is perceived as you care less, but necessarily does not even be the case. But women are so anxious. Women panic a lot. They, they, they really have lots of anxiety. So they'd be like, oh, I, you know what? I'm leaving you. I hate you. It's over. And you're like, all right, well, you know what? That's fine. Cool. And you could be sad, just as sad as her, but because you're calm and you let a day or two go by, she's like, oh my God, you didn't even fight for me. You don't care. I, I can't believe you. I miss you. Nah, I love you. Can we be back together? And you're just calm. You're like, oh shit. Well, that was easy. I was just calm. I didn't even get the chance to process it all. But because they have so much anxiety and they're panicking, it seems as if you care less. And then you see the routine and it's a habit. Well, that worked like that last time. So let me just care a little less. Uh, implementing anxiety. And I can't really get into anxiety because I'm running short on time. But anxiety will keep you on the front of her mind. And this is why a lot of guys get into situations where She's talking to other guys. She's hanging out with her guy best friends. She's flirting with other guys. She's going out to bars. She has a guy best friend. All this guy stuff, all this attention stuff, because you don't implement anxiety in your relationship. And what does it mean to implement anxiety in your relationship? Subscribe to Patreon. There's four different types of anxiety. And also, when it comes to anxiety, you can be creative. But what anxiety does, anxiety keeps you on the front of her mind, consistently thinking about you. And when you implement anxiety the right way, there's no way she can think about other guys. There's no way she can... Implementing the right type of anxiety. There's different types of anxiety too. There's competition anxiety. There's separation anxiety. And it can work vice versa, but usually women are a little more prone to anxiety. Um, but anxiety is one of the keys. And women love drama. Uh, women love chaos. They live in chaos. But if you don't know how to control the chaos, it will hit you and it will destroy you. Um, and ultimately, you know, you can't put her first. And that might sound messed up, but you can't. First of all, me being a relatively religious person, and I don't claim to be spiritual. I don't claim, No, I have a religion which I practice. I believe in a creator, right? Um, that's what comes first. And above all, if you do even believe in God, that should come first. Second, my purpose. Because if I don't have a purpose, I can't take care of her. I can't take care of myself. But one of my goals is to retire my mom and let her live a lavish life before she leaves this earth, right? Um, I can't do any of that if I don't put that first. So that's going to come before her. Um, my purpose, uh, getting this money. And then, you know, there's the debate whether your mom or your girl comes first. And I'm not going to say which one comes first now, but, you know, there's just a lot of things that, that, that comes before her that she can't be number one. And that's one of the mistakes you make. And usually when you guys put them first, it's usually your downfall. And that's why 80% of women are initiating divorces nowadays. And that's why you guys are failing in relationships. So that's one thing to remember and a part of the list of, you know, conveying higher value in your relationship. And don't ever take them. You can still love your girl. You can still spend a lot of time with her. You can still be affectionate. You can still be nice. You know, I don't subscribe to the whole, that's why I don't consider myself red pill. Um, you know, 
Because a lot of guys say, oh, never treat her. No, you can still treat her nice. You can still buy her gifts. You can even still tell her you love her. You can still hold hands. That's There's a, there's a difference between that and being a simp, right? Um, and a, a big one, and this is very crucial, and a lot of you guys will never understand this, never showing jealousy. I just got off the phone call with a guy about maybe two hours ago, and he said that, oh, she kept canceling the plan. She kept flaking on the plans, but I was checking her for it. You don't check somebody for canceling plans on you. That's not checking. That's complaining. And when you complain about things like that, you're coming off needy. You're coming off needy. You're coming off uh, jealous. You're coming off as if, you know, and obviously give the kid the benefit of the doubt. He's young. He was 19, right? And the fact that he has the awareness to be speaking to someone like this, he's advanced. He's advanced and he's ahead of the game. I did a lot of that stuff naturally, but I was just doing it because that's me. I wasn't aware of what I was doing, you know, um, but you don't complain about a girl canceling plans, especially if she's your girlfriend. You don't do that. What you do is you say, okay, and you go about it in a certain way, but to go about that, you got to join Patreon, but there's a way to fix that, um, you know, don't and then what he did was he kept complaining and he thought that he was checking her on it but really what that did was that pushed her farther away because he was coming off needy he was complaining and then she started to do it purposely because she figured out a way that made him upset she figured out a way to trigger him so what she did was she used it against him because he told me she started doing it more she started doing it more frequent and then she started doing it purposely to purposely making him upset. Uh, and when you show that type of jealousy, when you show that you can be bothered that much, when you show you're upset, um, they will use that power over you. And a lot of women will do that. Because you got to understand, women are, 